Welcome to our Monday podcast on the Psalms, some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 96. These verses are originally found in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verses 23 to 33. The occasion was the bringing up of the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem. Whilst this was a joyful but local event, the God at the centre of the event is a universal God. And that is spelt out in this psalm. And so the psalm is addressed in verse 1 to all the earth and in verse 7 to the families of the peoples. The psalm begins with a call to praise God and to make a declaration about him. Verses 1 to 3. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvellous works among all the peoples. And it goes on to offer an explanation as to why he should be praised and declared. Firstly, he is a great God, verse 4a. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is, of course, great in his thoughts, purposes, actions and power. Secondly, he is God over all. All other gods are little nothings. Verse 4b to 5a. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. Thirdly, he is the creator. Verse 5b, the Lord made the heavens. This is a reference to the sun and the moon, stars, planets, rain, thunder, and so on. Fourthly, he is all-glorious. Verse 6, splendour and majesty are before him, strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. So grandeur and glory, perfection and might, excellence, it all radiates from him. All that is really mighty, majestic, glorious and beautiful is found in him. And all of this power and glory that belongs to God must be recognised. Verses 7 to 8. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. This phrase, ascribe to the Lord, means recognise and acknowledge. So recognising and acknowledge the power and glory that belongs to him. This we do in our hymns and songs, in our prayers, in our testimony of him before others, and when we bow in worship. Fifthly, he is the ruler over all. Verse 10. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the world is established, it shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Here we see that he holds the world together and that his rule, his government of the world, is righteous. The psalm goes on to call the whole of creation to praise God. Verses 11 and 12. Heavens, 
earth, sea, fields, trees. Because in considering God's rule, the focus turns in verse 13 to the Lord coming to judge the earth. He comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. This refers to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, when he will come back and judge the world. But his second coming will also usher in the new heaven and new earth. At which point, the Apostle Paul reminds us in Romans 8 that creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption. Which is why, in verses 11 and 12, the creation responds with joy. As I finish, this is a psalm that takes us out of ourselves. It calls us to focus solely upon God and who he is. And what of him? Do we see and understand him as this psalm does? Or are our thoughts of God not great enough? And are we failing to reckon with his limitless glory, power and sovereignty as described here? Jim Packer once said, Because we are limited and weak, we imagine that at some points God is too, and we find it hard to believe he is not. We think of God as too much like us. Put this mistake right. Learn to acknowledge the full majesty and glory of our incomparable God. Join me on Wednesday for Psalm 97.